Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Friday morning. Hope your week went awesome. It has been hot over here, but I'm loving it. So today I wanted to finish off the week by talking about greens, the revamped green episode. So when I first started this show, I talked about green Bali, um, green Borneo maybe. Um, My experience with greens were extremely limited. In fact, the only type of green that I really used at the time of starting this show, which was back in the end of August, early September of 2021, was green Thai mixed with white Thai and blue lotus extract. (laughs) So it was quite the combo. Lots going on there. I didn't even know that it was green Thai and white Thai mixed together at the time. The, um, the, the type of kratom was called enhanced Thai. So I didn't actually know what type of Thai, you know, what kind of vein color it was while I was taking it when I started this show. So I've made leaps and bounds in terms of, you know, like learning things, (laughs) I guess would be the way to put it. Anyway, let's, let's move forward from here. So, um, so that was my only experience, uh, the only green that I really used, uh, typically. Um, other than that, nothing. So greens were new to me. Um, I have to say greens have become the most dynamic type of kratom that I think I've learned about since starting this show. I did not know how useful they would be for me. I did not know how many different types of greens would be useful for me in different situations, different ways that I apply them. And I didn't know that one of the staple types of Kratom, that like, like one of the three, two, three, you know, top five, whatever number you want to call it, it's probably the number two. One of the two main go-tos I have, it's, it's after Indo-White, I would have never guessed that the second go-to I would have is Green Mangda. And sure enough, that's where we find ourselves today. Two, well, one and a half, give or take years later. Green Mangda is my second go-to. Um, never would have guessed it. So I guess to start this one off, I'm going to talk about Green Mang Da. If you listen to this show, you've heard me talk about it so much, you're probably sick of it. So I'll make it very short and sweet. Green Mang Da is a favorite of mine. It's able to, uh, it's able to do the sorts of things that Indo White cannot in so much as Indo White happens immediately it happens for a purpose at 1 p.m. in the afternoon, let's say, or in the morning, depending on how I'm using it, usually in the afternoon. And it is consistently like a burst, a boost that I need. I can rely on it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Green Mangda is reliant, something I can rely on, uh, consistent, but it's a slow burn. It's it's the build. It's it's like the foundation of the day. So like taking green mangda at 9 a.m maybe 10 a.m maybe earlier it starts to build later than any other type of kratom that i take for the most part and that building continues for like an hour or two and at the end of that building what i have is a very consistent subtle but slow burn and very helpful and powerful 
uh, almost like an, uh, an elongated version of Indo white. And, um, and, and it's very, I guess, you know, if I was going to come up with a downside to green Mang Da in terms of my own experience, the only downside I could think of would be that it's heavy. Like when I take green Mang Da, it can feel a bit heavy sometimes, not often, but it's there. Like Kratom, I think inherently can feel heavy. Uh, whenever I, I mean, obviously all this is in my experience, but in my experience, Kratom often can feel a little too heavy for my liking. It's like, I don't really want to feel like weighed down or anything. And it doesn't usually do that, but it can happen. And Green Mang Da is no exception. So I guess that would be the down part. But taking a small amount of it makes me feel um, like, you know, well, it doesn't make me feel weighed down. It doesn't make me feel that heaviness that I dislike. So, um, you know, unless I'm trying to like calm down. So uh, Green Mang Da has become a staple. What's another one we can talk about here? Green Borneo. This one I've changed my relationship to a lot over the course of this show. I I think it was one of those ones that I didn't know too much about. I had tried earlier on in my, you know, my early days of trying Kratom out. And I had since kind of lost the utility for it. Like, I didn't really see much of a reason to take it. I was kind of stuck on the few that I used and I didn't really want to bother with it. Um, the few times I took it afterwards, I think that I found that it just wasn't worth taking on its own and, and that I just didn't want to waste a, uh, you know, I didn't want to take Kratom more than I needed to. So if I'm taking Kratom, I don't want it to feel like I'm not getting anything beneficial out of it. And I think that Green Borneo, the first few times since I started the show, it just wasn't as much of a, didn't pack as much of a punch as I would have liked. And it didn't really help me as much as I wanted it to. But then there, you know, thereafter, I kind of realized the combination of that and something else could be beneficial as long as I didn't overdo it. But I also started, I, I wonder if it's like, did my body change? Did I get the green uh, Borneo from somewhere else? Um, was it, uh, you know, was it something else? I, I have no idea what, what might have contributed to it. But like the effects, the way that it helped me changed, like it ended up being a lot more helpful to me later on as I kept doing this show and trying things out, um, I had more positive experiences with Green Borneo. And now, I mean, I've even had a few experiences where taking it on its own um, in certain situations actually does help me a lot. It doesn't feel like I'm taking it just for the sake of taking it, which I don't like a lot. And, you know, for those of you who listen, you've heard me complain about that plenty. So um, I guess the situations can differ. They can vary. But um, usually like in the two, two and a half gram range, and uh, if I'm taking it on its own, it can be beneficial. It can help. It can help me with a bit of a boost. It can help me with getting out of a funk. It can help me with that morning, that morning barrier that I've talked a lot about where I just like, I can't get into the day. I can't get into this work. Help me. Something help me. It just can bulldoze that down if it's the right time. I mean, I, I literally, it's one of those wild card ones. And I honestly think that that's the theme of the episode. Greens, the wild card. I mean, every time that I try a new type of green, it's like I have to assume that it's going to change and and the way that I feel it and the way it affects me is going to change over the next few times that I try it. Now, of course, there are a lot of factors that go into that, but um, but I already take into account most of those. Like I kind of, at this point, I'm experienced enough, I guess, not to sound snooty, that sounds snooty. I, I've, I'm experienced enough or I have experienced enough uh, 
<laughs> experiences of using Kratom to, to understand the sorts of factors that can change the way that a certain amount of a certain type of Kratom that I'm very used to will change, you know, how it affects me. So, like, I know that much. So, I take those into account. And the green types of Kratom that I try, and specifically new ones, they they never cease to amaze me at how surprising they can be. Like, I keep seeing and experiencing things in a different way. So I'm still kind of getting a grasp on that. It, overall, I think it's kind of a positive thing because I don't take too much of it. So like, if it's not really doing it for me, I'm like, all right, you know, I won't go for that one again. And if it is doing it for me, um, uh, then I'm like, well, that's great. I'll stick to that. But then the next time I try it, it's like, oh, that didn't work the same way. And why is that? And maybe I need to realize there's some more going on here than what I thought. And um, I want to make sure that I take everything into account. So obviously I'm not taking everything into account right now. Or maybe it's something about the, the green varieties of Kratom. I don't know. But I think that greens have definitely been like, if there's anything that keeps life interesting, I mean, not, I'm not talking about like really actually like in general life itself, but if there's anything that keeps the Kratom experience interesting for me um, and keeps me on my toes, it would be greens. So, you know, green Borneo, no exception. Um, I haven't had green Bali in a long time. Uh, I used to get the shakes from that a lot, but um, had a few good experiences with it, I guess. Um, green Thai. Green Thai, I had tried again in the beginning of my experiences with white Thai combined, and I didn't know it. Soon into this show, I got to try green Thai. It became one of my favorite greens instantly. Green Thai was like, it just seemingly came out of nowhere for me because the experience was completely different than when I mixed it. When it, Well, I didn't mix it. When I had it blended with white tie and didn't know it, it was actually almost more energizing than when it was mixed with white tie. Um, it also, which is surprising to me, it also was heavier on its own than when mixed with white tie, which I didn't like. It felt a little heavier. It felt like I needed to take less of this then when it was combined with white tie, maybe something about white tie isn't as heavy. And um, so I was actually taking less green tie when they were mixed together. I don't know what it is, but the fact that green tie is so drastically different when it's on its own than when mixed with white tie, but in ways that I wouldn't expect it to be, was fascinating to me. I think that's one of the first things that made me realize, wow, you know, there's a whole world here I really don't know anything about. And I'm kind of discovering it or seeing the tip of the iceberg. Green tie has since become a pretty great type of kratom in my opinion for my own use but i don't get it that often i think i've only bought it once um since i started this show but it's it's still like it's very much um it's a good experience it helps me with motivation very very much so um it helps me with that morning you know barrier that i talk about a lot it also helps me with mood a little bit now i don't mean that it makes me like not depressed when I'm depressed or something like that. Um, I don't mean that it is something that I rely on to be happy, you know, like, like nothing like that. But, um, but it does help me climb out of some slumps if I'm just dealing with something like day to day, nothing serious, just like, eh, I'm just kind of blah today. It's cloudy, you know, the, not that I would take green tie for that reason, but as, as part of the experience of green tie, it kind of lifts me out of that. So it's like, it doesn't matter how cloudy it is or what the air temp or the air pressure is or how, how, you know, much of an, of a 
slumpy, grumpy mood I'm in that day. Like it just kind of lifts me out of that without me even realizing and without me even taking it for that reason. So I kind of put it up there with Green Malay in terms of like mood boost for me. I get the mood boost from Green Malay too, but I think that Green Malay, it's more like uh, direct. So for Green Malay, I think when I'm taking that one, I specifically am taking it to help me get out of a slump, but not because I want to ignore feelings. It's more of like if it's one of those BS slumps that it's like, there's nothing wrong today. I'm sick of being grumpy. Forget this, you know, like up yours grumpiness here. Try it, you know, take some of this. Tell me what you think about this. I'm going to be happy today. (laughs) It's not that it's like making me happy, but what it's doing is more just like bursting this bubble that I've put around myself and I don't know why I've put it around myself. So I want to always make that clear because I don't want anyone to think that that I use Kratom to make myself happy because I don't. Kratom does not make me happy. It, It does not produce happiness for me. But what it does do is it it provides it's a it's a useful tool and it provides me with the option of getting out of different issues or getting through challenges or helping me with certain opportunities, um, you know, by by basically being a tool in my tool belt and helping me, you know, go through something as I'm going through it, not leading the way I'm leading the way, but it's helping. So that's something that I like to, to point out. Some people probably are listening to this and being like, wow, he's really coming up with an elaborate excuse <laughs> for just <laughs> taking Kratom and be happy. It might sound like that. Um, but I, I don't really take Green Malay or Green Thai that often. Um, like I said, I, I don't think I've even bought Green Malay uh, for for ever. I think I've only been gifted it. <laughs> but um, Or like uh, it's coming as a free sample, for instance. But like uh, Green Tie, I've only bought it once since I started this show. It's been like one and a half years. I don't use it that often. And I certainly don't use it for mood, like like to make me happy. But it is a great uh, result of that. Okay. Anything else here before I further dig myself into a hole? <laughs> Let's see. Um... I think that the other green I wanted to briefly mention was green Indo. Green Indo, I like literally changed the theme music for the episode when I did the green Indo episode. That's how great the experience was. It was almost as if I had just discovered Indo white again for the first time. And the, the, I think I I make the comparison in the episode. I'll link the episode in the description of this podcast in case you want to listen to that one. But that was probably the most surprising experience I had with any green. Um, maybe other than when I first discovered Green Mang Dot, but I think the two are like they're on par. Like they're both up there together because Green Indo was like very much like Indo White in that it was filling a gap for me that I didn't even uh, know could be filled, but that I wanted to 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 use a tool to help me fill but i just didn't know how to do it like it does it indo white is is the way that i can i can get an energy boost without drinking coffee or doing any or like anything caffeinated or like anything like that um uh either legal or illegal whatever it may be i don't need any of that um because indo white can help me with the energy and also it kind of like gives me this boost and helps me kind of like enjoy and be content in the moment and enjoy the sort of thing I'm doing, whether it's work or play. Indo green was very similar to that. 
And, um, and you know, I honestly can't even remember what I said in that episode specifically regarding how it might be different from Indo-White, but it is different. But it also was very much um, on par with the similarity. So it was similar enough in the way that it was filling this really uh, important gap that I wanted to fill in the way that I use Kratom with things. And um, and I, I, I actually don't know if I've even bought it uh, more than once since then. But um, but it's one of those ones that I would put up there on the top five for me for greens and or any others. It's like Indo White, Green Mangda, and Indo Green are all up there. So um, you know, super interesting dynamic, and it happens to be you know Indo. So maybe there's something there too. I don't know. Okay, everyone, let's leave it there. Good long rant on the greens. Plenty more information there to talk through, but like, I'll just I'll leave it for now <laughs> before I take up the whole day. Um, Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Let's keep going. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.